This is the Pooja and Gurdip podcast from 98.1 CHFI Studios in Toronto, Canada. Hey Toronto, this is Ed Sheeran. This is Kelly Clarkson. Hi, this is Brian Adams. This is Adele. This is Madonna. It's Michael Bublé. And you're listening to the Pooja and Gurdip show. It's fun. They're amazing. Every now and then you come across a headline that just really captures your attention and you click on the story and you know you shouldn't. Uh, this is one of them. <laughs> the, the headline was, is your jawline the new waistline? And immediately I was like, I don't think I've ever thought about my jawline being as important as my waistline. I don't think it's something that I've ever even, you know, thought about something I need to work on. Turns out plastic surgeons are now hearing from people when they come in that they all want that perfect chiseled jawline. And they're talking more about that than they are about weight or anything else. So I did a little deep dive. Turns out you can do some face yoga exercises to get that chiseled look naturally all by yourself by creating a habit that you do every day to get a perfect job. Why are you looking at Did I have to start when I was like 20 though? Because I feel like it's not going to work. There's a lot of damage that's already happened. You think so? (laughs) Well, they say that you only need like three months, okay? Okay. But you have to make it a habit, so you have to do it every day. So why don't we try a face yoga exercise right now and see if you can feel the benefits (laughs) immediately. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, it's called mewing. And uh, mewing is an exercise that involves keeping your tongue on the roof of your mouth to change the shape of your jawline. Okay, you both are... What? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to walk you through it, okay? And they say the reason for this is because usually our tongue is just down when our face is resting, and the tongue muscles are pulling the skin down, okay? Okay. <laughs> I wish you could see Boss Ben Blair and producer stuff right now, the faces you're making. Okay, are we ready to go through... Mewing. Okay. Close your mouth. That's the okay. first thing. All right. And you try this at home right now or if you're in the car, okay? Place the tongue on the roof of your mouth, applying evenly distributed pressure. <laughs> <laughs> that feels like nothing's happening. Okay, just do that. Leave a gap between your front teeth and the tip of your tongue. <laughs> I just hear heavy breathing. Okay, what's next? Your molars should only lightly touch one another. Place your bottom front teeth slightly behind your front upper teeth. What is that? I need braces, I think is what I discovered here. Avoid clenching your teeth. Put your lips together. Don't squeeze them. You don't want to have any tension. No reverse smiling or duck face. Just keep a resting position. And avoid mouth breathing. We just want nasal breathing. Okay. <laughs> and if you are struggling, just relax the back of your tongue as it may block your airway. Guys? Guys? Yeah. I'm getting a How cramp in my tongue. Seriously. <laughs> 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 it feels like nothing. Okay. And are you ready for how long you're supposed to do this for? Because it's been, what, maybe 10 seconds? Mm-hmm. You're supposed to do this for 30 minutes a day. I'm out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll just focus on my waistline. How about yeah. that? What would you say your trademark is if you have one? Well, I guess the look I'm best known for is blue steel. What's that look like? From CHFI Studios, it's the Pooja and Gurdip Podcast. Uh, look, I think we're all guilty of this in this room because uh, we're all of a certain age where it's a lot easier to hurt yourself than maybe it was when you were young. Um... There's an injury in this room, and I don't think you're going to believe it. Uh, Steph, I hate to put you on the spot. I don't believe it. You came in here with a little (laughs) bit of a limp this morning, and I was like, what happened? Uh, It's not from my move. It's not from the renovations. I found my old Wii, so we started playing it. Like your Nintendo Wii. Yeah. Okay. It was like the best thing ever. So good. 
And then um, we were playing some of the sports games on there, and we were playing bowling. And Remember this is bowling? where you actually, like, for people who so haven't use played. The, yeah, use the controller. And you're actually getting up and mimicking the yeah. bowling motion. and you throw your hand, not the controller. The controller stays in your hand. And yeah. then it acts like it reacts. So then you bowl. And yeah. It, you can get strikes. It's, it's so you, cool. I love it. You burn some calories. Yeah. So we were playing it, whatever. And then I was getting all into it because I'm an awesome bowler. And then. <laughs> an I, awesome wee bowler. An awesome wee bowler. <laughs> um, I'm actually better at real bowling, but that's a whole other story. So I was like getting into it. And then all of a sudden I went to go throw the ball and I'm doing the motion. And as I do the motion, as it's coming near my leg, I nailed the back of my knee. Like it felt like I was holding a real bowling ball for how much force I was putting into what, this. You, what did you hit it with shot. the controller? Like your hand? Yeah, my hand and the controller. It would have been a bowling ball if I really had a bowling ball in my hand. How much could that possibly hurt? A lot. You're limping today. It's bruised. Yeah, and it was, I'm like, ah! My kids are like, what happened? And I'm like, (laughs) I'm late! Did you hit the deck? Did you like hit the deck and fall Almost. I almost hit the deck, but I grabbed the coffee table, so I didn't hit the deck. And it is the worst pain ever. And I'm like, can I sue them? Is it their fault? You're going to Nintendo <laughs> Wii 20 kidding. years after they right? came out for I Wii know. Bowling. But yeah, very dangerous game. Who'd have thunk that Wii Bowling was very dangerous? That might be the lamest injury I've this ever heard This is probably of. the worst injury I've ever received in my life. And you got a solid limp on today because you hurt yourself <laughs> in Wii Bowling. Have you ever hurt yourself in a more lame way than Steph? I mean, I'll share one since we're putting Steph on the spot. I actually pulled a muscle in my back sneezing. Oh, so you like, weren't even doing anything. No, I just, I kind of got up in the middle I of the night because I had to sneeze. I was active. It was a full body <laughs> sneeze. I guess I was active too. Were you? <laughs> full body sneeze and I pulled a muscle in my back that bothered me for about two weeks. Oh, that's the worst. I woke up one morning too and I pulled my, like, the ba- my calf muscle. Oh, yeah. And then I was going to massage that day. She's like, what happened? I'm like, I don't know. I just woke up. <laughs> no, there was no reason for yeah, it. I don't know. I'm not 20 anymore. Everything hurts <laughs> it's now. Awful. Uh, what is the lamest injury you've ever suffered? Honestly, some <laughs> of the calls and texts we're getting here, yours sounds pretty legit compared to this. Uh, I hurt my back while eating peanut butter. What? Texted someone. I, like, was it Pooja? We might need more, honestly, right? <laughs> and one more here. My teen daughter dislocated my knee while we while we were tickling each other. Oh. I was on crutches for four weeks. Crutches for four weeks. Oh. Ridiculous. Oh. Okay. A lot of texts, a lot of calls coming in. Denise saying uh, injuries. Lots of them. Broke three toes hitting the dishwasher trying oh. to step over my cat. So there's that. This is why you don't get a cat. Let's try. <laughs> this is why. <laughs> Case closed. Uh, Tony from Kirkston, uh, what's your lamest injury? I was trying to get some dinner out of the freezer, so I pulled out some garlic bread, and a giant roast fell and broke my toe. Oh, oh like a giant <laughs> frozen roast? Yep. That's a great story to have to tell people too, right? <laughs> it was embarrassing. <laughs> Did you? Now, let me ask you an honest question here. Did you make something up when people asked how you broke your toe because you were embarrassed about the story? No. You owned it. I actually owned it. Okay, good for you because I lied. When people are like, what, what's wrong with your back? I'm like, oh, man, you know, I was doing the sports. <laughs> I was doing all the sports. I was lifting, you know, and I just I pulled something in my back. Yeah, I was nope. weightlifting. Yeah. Right? Yep. <laughs> Tony, that's awesome. Glad your foot's better. Thanks for sharing. No problem. Thank you. And Tony, you might actually have a story for you that makes you feel better. This text coming in saying, one time while grocery shopping, I dropped a frozen burrito on my foot. I was wearing sandals and ended up with a deep bone bruise, was limping for a couple of days. Uh, so embarrassing. Because so, a roast makes sense. It's heavy. Yeah. But a burrito? A burrito. A frozen burrito at the grocery. You just know he's in the produce section going like. When did burritos become dangerous? I don't know, man. They're frozen. They hurt. <laughs> Haley from Guelph, what is the lamest injury you suffered? At least the staff was doing actual, like, some kind of 
<laughs> no, wait, so you were just walking, and what happened? Literally just walking, and I just fell. Like, I didn't trip. I, there was nothing in my way. I just collapsed and both my bones broke. Your legs were done. They're like, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> Pretty much. Steph, do you feel a little better? I do feel better. Yeah, you're right. At least I was doing something. Thanks for sharing, exactly. Haley. Hope you feel better. Thanks so much. More texts coming in to 981-981. I skied over my own thumb, oh. fell, and trying to get up, slid over my thumb and broke it. <gasps> uh, how about this? Tripped over a wet floor sign in my university cafeteria, managed not to fall, proceeded to trip over another wet floor oh. sign, <laughs> spilled my hot coffee all over myself and the floor. That's from Sarah. <sighs> and uh, finally injured myself while dancing with a friend. We're on a girls' camping trip weekend, put on some music, started dancing, somehow jammed my finger into her hand, wound up in the ER. Too much twerking. Yeah, let's squeeze in this last call here. <laughs> Too much twerking. Uh, Christine from Toronto, what is the lamest injury you suffered? I was in my mid-20s, and I was at a party and thinking I was really cool. Okay. And um, I got my boob stuck between a plastic cork and the lip of a wine bottle. Do I even want to know how that happened? Because I was pressing down on the cork to close it, and I guess I, I leaned in too far. So I actually had to take two days off of work because it hurt so bad I couldn't wear a bra. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in pain for you right now. <laughs> oh. it, I've never felt pain like that before, and I've had three children. Oh, my gosh, really? Yeah, I almost passed out. That is uh, That story might win the day. Yeah. <laughs> the Pooja Ingerdeep Podcast. This is the Pooja and Gurdjieff Podcast. Okay, maybe you're getting ready to commute on a GO train this morning on the TTC. And if you want to be the first one on the train, and a lot of people do for some reason, they want to be the first. They want to get on maybe because it's a rush and they want to make sure that obviously they get on and don't miss their train. I get that. But if you want to be first on the train, there's a TikToker who has some advice and it's Pretty simple when you actually hear it. You're like, oh, never thought about it that way. So on every single train platform, if you look down, there's a yellow line. Now, the points where the yellow lines is most damaged and dirty, that's where the doors usually open. So if you just look for that and you stand right in front of it, chances are you're going to be the first person on the subway train or on your go train. So I don't know what it is about being first. I was recently on a plane and I people just, they line up. They haven't, they're, it's not their zone. They're lining up, they're getting ready because they want to be first, but I don't really understand. Nothing really changes from being first on the plane or off the plane. What is what is the actual urgency? I, I need don't, to know. I don't care if I'm first on the plane because then you just wait longer on the plane. Exactly. So that doesn't bother me, but you do get baggage, like you get your space for your bags. But not anymore. Nowadays, what they do is they make an the, announcement right off the yeah. top. They say the, the flight is full. We're going to be forcing you to check, check your, your bag. bags because mm-hmm. there's just not enough room. So the chances of there being enough room for your bag anyway, like they're yeah. already asking you to check I don't want to wait them. on the plane longer, but I usually have a connection. And I want to get off the plane first. Ah. So that needs to kind of be organized. And the people that are just getting off at that location need to wait for the people that need to get off for the connection. That's actually a really good point. I've never heard anyone sort of point that out. Like, mm. okay, by the way, stay seated yeah. if you don't have a connecting flight. And if you do, yeah. you got to get moving. Yeah, you got to get off first because usually it's a tight connection. Yeah. See, that makes sense to me because like getting off the plane first and then going through customs and all of that, it yeah. doesn't make anything nope. any quicker. You still have to wait for your bag. The plane's leaving when the plane leaves. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but the seatbelts are off. People are standing. We're still taxiing. Everybody no. wants to be first. 
I don't know. But maybe for a go train or a TTC situation, you understand people are going to work. Yeah. It's bit during rush hour. You want to make sure you get on. You know, just want to make sure you get on. You mm. don't even want to see. You just want to make sure you get yes. on. Now you know how to do it. So look for the weathered area of those tactile markings on any platform. You'll be on first. Thank you, TikTok. From CHFI Studios, it's the Pooja Ingradeep Podcast. Remember there was shortages on everything and anything, the most random items? There was a sriracha shortage a few months ago. Is that still happening? Do you know? I remember like bottles were going for like 50, 60 bucks. And like you could not find them. Mm Mm-hmm. Case. I don't think it's a thing anymore. That actually concerns me because that would have helped maybe rationalize what I'm about to tell you here. I popped into Starbucks yesterday uh, in Etobicoke, right at uh, Westway and Royal York there. I popped in to get a little, the sandwich we all love, the little egg white mm-hmm. feta spinach wrap. Popped in. You know, that sandwich is not the same unless you have the sriracha, right? You got to spice it up with the sriracha. You got to so. do a little dip dip in your words. That's it. You layer it in there. <laughs> you do a little surgery with that one. You open it up, you put a line in there, you close it up. Oh, okay. And so I ordered it ahead of time, tried to be efficient, get in, get out. I go to pick it up. I'm like, hey, can I grab a little grab a little sriracha packet? And the guy goes, ooh, we're running, running low on sriracha. Running low, okay. And I was like, okay, so can I have one? <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean you're running low on sriracha? Like, okay, that's I'm sorry, but can I have one? <laughs> does that mean they don't have it or does that mean they have it? They're just not giving it to you. This is why I posed the question here on the show. I don't know, and I'm mad at myself for how I handled it. What'd you do? Well, he looked at me kind of like, you know, that conciliatory face where he's like, ooh, sorry, we're running low. And I was like, oh, okay, don't worry. And then I just turned around and I left. And (laughs) the whole drive home, I'm like, why didn't I just ask for one? He's running low, which means he's got them. Was I not sriracha worthy? Was he going to give one to the next person if he liked the way they looked more? Like, what happened? Yeah, and if you had just stuck around and maybe doubled down with like, okay, you're running low. I'll just, I just need a little bit. Sorry, I just need you're a line. Low. One packet. I'm like, give me half a packet. Like Blair and I usually <laughs> split one. I'll let you open it. You give me half a little squeeze there and you can keep the rest. Yeah. I mean, the, if he's running low, he might have appreciated that offer. The next person, not so much when they get the half, you know, <laughs> packet of sriracha. I wish he had just lied to me and said we were out. Like, I've, I've, it's happened before where I go and they're like, sorry, we're out. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're running low. <laughs> What does that mean? It's like a lane in the sponges. You're not sponge worthy. I'm not sriracha worthy. I don't know. I feel like you need to go back and follow up. I, we all need to know now. What does running low mean? Was he just being kind? Like they didn't have any and he didn't want to say we don't have any. So he said we're running low. That's not kind. Was it me? Now I've got a complex. I'm like, what did I do to not deserve sriracha? I'm brown. You know, I like stuff spicy. Maybe he thought you needed more than the average person needs. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. You know what's weird too? It's not a restaurant. So they're not like opening things up and using it. So it's not like they need it. They're handing it out to customers. Yeah. So they're, they're running, running low. I know, but he's got two packages. Them. Unless like, he's just them out. in the back, just squirting them to his mouth. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe he planned on getting a sandwich later and he was keeping it for himself. Okay. Well, we know who's been hoarding them in here. Blair just handed me one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're, I hope you didn't get this from the one in Etobicoke, Westland, Royal no, York. Because <laughs> now we know. The Pooja Ingerdeep Podcast. Law and Order Toronto Criminal Intent is the latest installment of the hit franchise Thursday, 8 o'clock on City TV. And joining us to tell us more is stars of the show, Kathleen Monroe and Karen Robinson. Thanks for being here. Hi, thanks for having us. Okay, take me back. You get the call. 
that you are going to be part of this iconic franchise. What is going through your mind? We'll start with you, Kathleen. So I was in Starkman's Medical, which is a medical supply store, very <laughs> Toronto institution. Why. I was getting a knee brace. Okay, I had a knee. <laughs> and so the first person I told was the woman that was helping me with my knee brace, and I burst into tears. And oh. uh, and I just, I, I, it, it was totally surreal. Like I really wanted this job, and um, and it, it just, I mean, it, it was such a thrill. Yeah. Karen, what about for you? What does it mean for you to be a part of this? I remember watching the original back in the day, you know, and always just sort of looking at Essa Paytha Murkison and going, my God, like black woman, sort of, you know, the strength of her mm-hmm. life, of her middle-agedness, and she has this wonderful leading role. And I and and never in my wildest dreams did I ever think that, you know, 20 years later, I would be part of her legacy. And I got the call mid-reno um, when my life was pretty much falling apart. Oh. And so for it was like the other end of the spectrum for me because really my reno had been shut down and all this was happening. But yeah, getting this call, just it's like the sun came up again. Oh. So 10 episodes, one hour long. What can we expect from this season? You can expect the very high quality that people have come to know and love from the Law & Order franchise, first of all. But then there is that touch. Actually, it's not not even so much a touch. It is a weave of Canadian-ness throughout because Mm. we're different from the U.S., right? Our legal system is different. Our law enforcement system is a bit different. So um, so I think Canadians are going to see... We're going to see ourselves. We're going to see our systems. We're going to see Torontonians are going to see their city. And um, and hopefully they'll love it and celebrate it as much as as uh, as we have. And the storylines yeah. are mm. ripped from Canadian headlines yes, as well. Yes, and we're not giving anything away. <laughs> you have got to watch. you got to watch. <laughs> and if talk. anyone is familiar with the franchise, they know, you know, I love that you'll sort of start an episode and we'll know right away what's happened. And mm-hmm. then we start to go deeper and go backwards into in, in time. The why and To get mm-hmm. all the, yes, the yeah. why and how, to get all the details. So can we expect that as well? Yeah, I mean, I think the kind of fun thing about this um, this iteration is that it's a criminal intent. It, it, it's based on the criminal intent format, um, which means that there's not so much um, courtroom stuff, but there's a, really an interest in getting to the why of the crime, mm-hmm. the criminal intent, literally. Getting so, into the mind of the perpetrator and or, you know, or the at least the suspects. It's it's yeah, there is a certain intellectual quality yeah. to it that is you know, no less entertaining. I want to know about the fun stuff behind the scenes. <laughs> Any stories that you can share of, you know, filming, especially here in Toronto? We had a few root beer taste tests. Anytime we were kind of like, felt the energy maybe lagging a little bit. We need a little pick me up. We'd <laughs> get the root beers out. And uh, and I, they got into it. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a shout out to Mugs right now. I'm not sponsored. This has nothing <laughs> to do with any kind of official endorsement, but um, Mugs went out for me. I'm just going to say that. Okay, next time I need an energy boost, I know where I'm going. <laughs> I'm so excited for this. I know you are too. Congratulations to both of you. We want to remind everyone, Law & Order Toronto Criminal Intent, the latest installment of the hit franchise, Thursday, 8 o'clock on City TV. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Pooja and Gurdip podcast. Listen to Pooja and Gurdip live weekday mornings from 5 to 9. Only on 98.1 CHFI. Toronto's perfect music mix.